be joining you today online. Hopefully you've had an amazing Christmas and then hopefully you're resting today just like the team here at Experience Church. Well, we have an inspiring message coming to us today from Pastor Kyle. He's gonna help us step into 2023 and grab all that God has for us this year and we're excited about that. But before we do, we just wanted to give you the opportunity to still give today, even though we're not meeting in person. And so you'll find four ways that you can give today on the screen and we wanna say thank you. Thank you for being so generous. Because of your generosity, we've been able to help so many people in the Christmas season alone by giving beyond our walls and making a difference in our city, in our state, in our nation and around the world. I wanna remind you also to join us. We're gonna be regathering in person next Sunday, January 8th, and you're not gonna to wanna to miss it. We're gonna be starting our new series called Pray First. We're also gonna be starting our 21 days of prayer and fasting together. It's our favorite time of the year, and we wanna make sure that you're a part of it. Well, until then, enjoy this message from Pastor Kyle. And again, Happy New Year. Happy New Year to everyone. Uh, hopefully you had a great time celebrating with friends and with family the start of the new year. I myself was in bed at 10 o'clock last night taking the new year in by faith. Um, but what I love about this time of year, from a calendar standpoint, it feels like a fresh start and it feels like a new beginning that we all have. And my hope for our time together today is to help set us up to have the best year that we could possibly have. I like to say uh, this can be the best year of our lives if it's the best year spiritually. And so what does that look like in our everyday lives? I wanna get real practical with us today and, and hopefully equip us with some things to, to help us hit the ground running as we start this new year. Let me ask all of us a question, and that is, what should we bring with us into 2023? Maybe even a better question that we can ask ourselves is, what should we leave behind? Now, I don't know what kind of year 2022 was for you, but for me, there were a lot of great things that happened in my family, in ministry, but at the same time, I also had some difficult and hard things that I had to walk through as well. And I'm sure many of us can relate and, and you have your own stories. This is why these are such important questions for us to ask ourselves. What are we gonna leave in 2022? And what are we going to bring with us? And I wanna start off by, by maybe asking or maybe presenting three types of things that we should probably leave behind. Now, the first is uh, that we need to leave behind old history. Now, I know that's so much easier said than done. And, and so we might ask ourselves, man, how do we even do that? Well, we do that spiritually. I want to remind us that God helps us do what we cannot do on our own. The Apostle Paul said it this way in Philippians chapter 3, verse 13. He said, brothers and sisters, I do not consider myself yet to have taken hold of it. But one thing I do, forgetting what is behind and straining toward what is ahead. You know, what's interesting is that word forgetting in the Greek, it literally means to forget before God. In other words, as we grow closer to God in our relationship with Him, we lose sight of where we've been, what we've done, who we used to be, and we leave it behind. Then the second thing we should probably leave behind in, in 2022 is that we would leave behind old hurts. Now, once again, we need God's help in, in order to be able to do this. It's definitely a process that we go through. It doesn't happen overnight, but that we would leave old hurts 
behind. Maybe people have let us down. We, we might have lost someone that we, we loved or there was a relationship that was broken. Whatever it is, we need to leave it behind. And I love the promise that God gives to us in Psalms 173, verse three. And that is that he heals the brokenhearted and he bandages their wounds. God is the only one who can heal our yesterdays so that we can move into our tomorrows. And so we're gonna leave behind our, our old history, our old hurts. And then finally, the, the third one is that we need to leave behind old habits. Now, all of us have these. I have some and, and you have some. And the Bible tells us that, that we can break free from some of the bad habits in our lives. Now, not the only way, but one of the best ways to do that is through prayer and fasting. By the way, we're, we're gonna be starting our 21 days of prayer and fasting next week. The main reason we fast and we pray is to know God in a greater way and to put him first in our lives. But in that, God does something in us as well. Isaiah chapter 58 verse six says this, is not this the kind of fasting I have chosen to loose the chains of injustice and untie the cords of the yoke, to set the oppressed free and break every yoke. The habits that we have that, that are not helping us, but maybe hurting us, God wants to help us break free from them and develop new habits. You know, some of the habits we need to, to leave behind in 2022 aren't even necessarily bad, but they're taking the place of something even better. Now, as we, we talk about leaving these things behind, it's important for us to know that we can't change where we've been, but we can change where we're going. So I wanna get real practical with us today and give us some things that we can do to set us up to have the best year that we can possibly have. Now, one of the most beneficial things that I've done in my life is evaluate and assess how am I doing in different areas of my life? Like, like where am I winning? Where am I not winning? And then what adjustments do I need to make? I actually had a mentor of mine who's a strong man of God and a very successful business leader give me a list of things to evaluate and assess at the end of the year to bring focus, clarity, and intentionality on adjustments that I need to make heading into the new year. I wanna give them to us today. And what I wanna encourage all of us to do is give ourselves a grade on how we're doing in that area. And then we would write out one sentence on how we can make that area of our lives even better. Now there are 12 areas starting with number one, our faith life. This would be our relationship with God. And I would say this would be the most important area of our lives because everything filters down from here. In other words, if we don't get this area right, none of the other areas will be what they need to be. And so the question we ask ourselves is, how are we doing in our relationship with God? How's our prayer life? Uh, how's our time spent reading God's word? How's this relationship going? What grade would we give ourselves? And what adjustments do we need to make? Then the second area is our marriage life, our relationship with our spouse. Now, if we're not married, this would be our dating life. And what grade would we give ourselves and, and what adjustments do we need to make? Then the third area is number three, our family life. This would be my relationship with my family. This can be parents, siblings, children, grandkids. How are we doing? What can we change to, to make these relationships even better? The fourth area would be our, our office life. This would be our job or, or school. How's our job going? How much time are we spending at work? That we would evaluate it and then write a way we can make it even better. The fifth area is number five is our digital life. 
my time on devices. Like how much time do we spend on devices? Whether we're watching Netflix or we're scrolling through social media, something I discovered is that I was spending way more time on a device than I thought I was. Maybe you might discover the same thing too. And so we would grade that. How are we doing? Then write a sentence out, man, how can we make this area even better? That we'd set limits and, and goals and, and what we're trying to accomplish. The sixth area is number six, would be our ministry life our purpose in life. Now, now we might say, we're not in ministry, Pastor, you are. But I would say, yes, you are. That if you're a follower of Jesus, you're a minister. And so we need to ask ourselves, are we serving God through our purpose? Are we serving at church? Are we using our gifts to minister and make a difference in the life of someone else? Then the next area is number seven, is our financial life. Our, our earnings, spending, saving, and giving. And the question we ask is, how are our finances doing? Do we have a, a, a budget? Uh, maybe, maybe you're like me, are we sticking to that budget? That's, that's my problem. We have a budget, but we don't always stick to it and we pay the price for that. Then we ask ourselves, what adjustment do we need to make heading into this next year? Then, then the next area for us to evaluate and assess is number eight, is our social life. Some questions we can ask ourselves is, who are we hanging out with? Like, what kind of friends do we have? You, you've heard me say it, show me your friends and I'll show you your future. Then we would even ask ourselves, what kind of friends do we need? How can I surround myself with people who, who maybe have what I, I want, or maybe they're further down the, the road that I can learn from them? And that we would just go on this journey of evaluating our time with others and, and making sure we're surrounding ourselves with the right people. Then the next area is number nine is our attitude life, like our approach to life. Do we have a positive attitude or a negative attitude? How, how's our approach to life? The next area for us to evaluate is number 10 is our creative life. This would be our dreams and our plans for the future. My question is, do we take time to dream? Like, where do we wanna be? What do we want to accomplish in our lives? Some of us might say, we haven't even thought about this. And that's why we're evaluating it because maybe it's time for us to dream again. Then the next area is number 11 is our mental life. This would be our, our, our mind and, and our thoughts. Like what's our thought life look like? What do we allow in? What do we choose to meditate on? Because the Bible says, as a person thinks, so they become. So we need to evaluate our, our thought life and then make the adjustments we need to make. And then finally, the last area is number 12 is our physical life like our bodies. I think a lot of people underestimate how much our physical life affects the other areas of our lives. And so we evaluate our, our exercising, our sleeping patterns. What, what's our diets consist of? How are our physical lives going? Now, I didn't put these in any specific order outside of the first one being our faith life, but, but how are we doing in each area? And then write out one sentence on how we can make that area better. If we would do this at least once a year, it will set us up to win in the areas that matter most. In fact, this time next year, as, as we look back at 2023, we'll say, man, we, we might still have some work to do, but look at what we've already done. And even better, we'll say, look at what God has done in us. I'm gonna close today with this passage of scripture as we head into the new year. It's Hebrews chapter 12, verse one. It says, therefore, since we are surrounded by such a huge crowd of witnesses to the life of faith. You know, if we read the, the chapter before this, Hebrews chapter 11, we see this hall of faith list of imperfect people who trusted God and experienced a life they never imagined. 
And as we're inspired by their stories, let us strip off every weight that slows us down. What old history, old hurts, and old habits do we need to leave behind in 2022? Especially the sin that so easily trips us up and let us run. Man, that's, our, that's my prayer for us as a church. Let us run into this new year with endurance, the race that God has set before us. Would you pray with me today? Father, we thank you for your love. We thank you for the truth of your word, God. And as we just bow our, our hearts before heaven, God, our prayer is, how do you want us to respond to your truth today? In fact, we ask, Holy Spirit, what's our next step? God, our heart is that we don't want to be just a hearer of your word. We want to be a doer too. And as we're praying together, I just pray that you would uh, speak to us right where we're at and with exactly what we need to hear. What, what area of our lives do we need to make some adjustments in as we go on this journey of assessing and evaluating where we're at? God, I pray you would give us wisdom and focus and clarity and intentionality to go where, where we've never been before. God, I, I pray that you would help us leave behind some old history some old hurts and some old habits in 2022 and that we would run the race that you have set before us and experience this abundant life that you have for each and every single one of us. God, as we head into this new year, God, I speak a blessing over everyone listening and tuning into this today, God, that you would speak to them in a powerful way. As we continue praying together today, may, maybe your next step, may, maybe the next thing that you need to do to, to set up 2023 to have the best year that you can possibly have is by entering into a relationship with Jesus. I started the whole message out by saying that this could be the best year of our lives if it's the best year spiritually. And maybe you would say that, that maybe you know about God, but you don't have a relationship with him. Well, the Bible says that if we believe in our hearts, we confess with our mouths that Jesus is Lord, that we come before him and say, I wanna know you. I wanna have a relationship with you. Here's my life. And something happens on the inside of us that changes us forever. If you need to, to pray that prayer, make that decision, pray this with me. Say, God, thank you for your love. Thank you for sending your son, Jesus, to pay the price for my sin on the cross. Here's my life. God, fill me with your spirit. Forgive me my sin. Show me how to live. My life is yours. In Jesus' name.
goodness of God. You saw my life, you have been faithful. You saw my life, you have been so, so good. With every breath that I am able, oh, I
We ask that you would come and touch our hearts, touch our lives through your word, with your presence, that we would not continue after this moment still being the same, but we say yes to you. We say yes to your leading, to your voice and to your word today in Jesus' name.